Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. And we are live. I just, I just lip synced Rob saying, I know, and we are live. So just, <laughs> it's the way to start every show. It? When you hear that, if you're on your long run now and you're running along, doing, maybe you're doing London Marathon and you've just started, you're in Greenwich Park waiting and you've just heard, and we are live. <laughs> Say it again. And we are live. There we go. Let's let's go. Let's go. What we got this week? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. That's like I say every 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 episode. Just come on. Sat down. <laughs> just before I come on, I was watching the darts, uh, the Premier League, and fell asleep. <laughs> but I feel I feel I had a little bit of a power nap. I feel refreshed and Are you a dart fan? I like a bit of darts. I'm not very good at it. The occasional time I play and I play quite well. I've got a dartboard in my playroom here, but as soon as I put it up, I stop playing. I used to play, but uh, I used to play in a team, but they play on a Monday night, so I go running instead now. Oh, so running or darts? Running or darts? I scrapped it, so I went. I, I didn't. I haven't played for a while, but I don't mind watching it. It can be a bit entertaining, but obviously not tonight because it made me fall asleep. It was, it was on in the Premier League. It was uh, somebody Dobie and Johnny Clayton. Go Johnny, go go go! For those people that know who the darts. I have actually been watching it live as well. And we are live. I've watched it live. I've been uh, to the darts live. Um, me and uh, my mates went. I, I can't yeah. remember anything about it. You end up getting a bit too drunk to watch the I darts. I didn't drink. I didn't drink. The, the, the drink was too much. The, the, the queue for the drink was so big. One of the lads, I went I went with the darts team that I play with. We went to watch darts. They do it every year. And we, they went down to get drinks. I went with them and went to the toilet. And the queue was huge. They, didn't, they missed about four of the matches because we were waiting for drinks. The question is with the darts, were you in the seats or you were on the boring, boring tables? No, we were in the seats. We were giving the uh, tables jip. Well, giving the tables the jip, yeah. That's what yeah. you have to do, isn't it? <laughs> Give the tables the jip. I, uh, they, they, have the, um, they have the Premier League at the NIA. It's quite a big yeah. event. Yeah, we went to... Sport. I've been the last couple of times. I think we went to Sheffield to watch. No, that's the snooker, Rob. No, I think it was at Sheffield. I think they had Sheffield, the Premier League at Sheffield. Was it Sheffield? Yeah, I think it was at the AO.com arena. Hey, oh, let's go. If you are listening to AO and you want to sponsor the podcast, get in contact. <laughs> <laughs> just sang your clean tune. Uh, the first and probably not the last uh, <laughs> plea for sponsorship on this episode, episode 19. Episode um, 19, yeah. You've been doing any running? I've done bits. Yeah, I've been doing bits. I haven't done anything today. I was supposed to go out and do our workout of the week, but I haven't yet. I, I've been to Paris evening with Connie, my daughter. You, you've did you not? I know you. I know you just said you got a very good reason there, and you should always put your children first and do do children's parents evening and all that sort of stuff. But is it because you're a little bit scared of the workout? <laughs> It does look a bit challenging. I know we you sent about me a before. screenshot in the week of the workout with WTF written on it. <laughs> so you must have looked at it and gone, I don't fancy this. So <laughs> no, I don't. Is there looks... a parents' evening I can go to or something? <laughs> well, I've got parents' evening next week as well. I've got Arthur's next week. But... <laughs> You're not getting away from me. I'll just move it if you don't get it. <laughs> well, I'm going to do it tomorrow, so you need to move it oh. to tomorrow. Oh. But we'll come on to that when we do Couch to Coached. We will. Uh, but yeah, so I've been on his parents' evening. So uh, I bought us some. We were talking just before we came online, on live. That we bought us some prime to say well done because she hasn't had any prime. And we're saying disclaimer. That we should... Disclaimer. It wasn't a bribe for her to go to school, no, was it? it no, was it was. It was a, a well done. Here's a little present for you. Yeah, I just saw it. I was, I was, I was in a shop and I saw it and I thought I'd buy it. Didn't pay the full price they were asking for it. Absolutely ridiculous price they were asking for it. He stole and, it. And, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's more like if you stole Prime, you get arrested for it by more, more than stealing a bloody piece of art from the museum at the minute. The way that Prime is. So for those that are, for those that haven't heard of Prime, I, I mean, you, you you you've got to have heard of Prime. Where have you been? I've not tried it myself. I don't I don't trust drinking anything that's blue. To be honest with you, the red one. It well, honestly, it was KSI Paul Logan. If you are listening, uh, Logan Paul, not Paul Logan, <laughs> Logan Paul. 
If you are listening, well, you blown it. I have blown it. It was lovely, really nice. If you want to sponsor the podcast? You can. It was lovely. You fancy sponsoring us? <laughs> I went to Burnley. It was lovely. How much did you pay for it? I ended up paying. I think it was like four pound. They wanted seven quid for it, but and bartered them. Four pound. Four pound. It, well, it should be two quid. Yeah, but I, I thought it'd be a nice surprise for her. She's never had it before, and she all the kids are having it at school, and she, they use it for the water bottle after. So I plonked it on the table, and her little face lit up when I give it to her. So I well, think we should. Right. I think we should uh, bring out an energy drink. What can we what call you- our? Oh, now that's a that's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, we pass that off to the listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can come up with a suitable name, um, we'll we'll put this energy drink into production. We obviously <laughs> won't put it into production, but we albatross. <laughs> albatross. <laughs> the albatross. Could <laughs> be the albatross energy drink called the albatross. <laughs> I don't think it go down very well. I don't think it will out the South Prime anyway. Well, listeners, the competition's over because it's called albatross. Albatross <laughs> energy drink. <laughs> Uh, and it, albatross gives you wings. Yeah, there you go. There, there we go. go. Still, still gives you even gives gives you even bigger wings. There even you go. bigger wings. Sorry, Red Bull, but we're we're stealing it. No, we're not. Obviously, <laughs> don't sue us. And we're not. We're not actually going to put it into production. Um, it's been a big week in the running world, and it really it's, it's a big week because of what happened last weekend. We'll talk about mm-hmm. what happened, and then coming up this weekend is London Marathon. It is it's a yeah, massive it's massive running calendar. It's. It, I've, I've been looking back at the photos from when I did London Marathon last year. It was last September, last October. So it's not been twelve months yet. But I was looking back at the pictures of me doing it, and it just brought all back all the memories. And did you cry? No, I didn't cry. But I've saved this for the for the podcast to get your live response. I am thinking, oh. thinking, oh, signing up for Manchester Marathon next year. Thinking about it. Oh, potentially. Oh. I haven't decided 100% yet. I think I've caught, I got caught up on all the emotion of Manchester Marathon, seeing the people from Stoke Fit that are running, we'll mention in a bit. You've been suckered in. I have. In. But that's the problem. I got suckered in last time. When I did I'll, get suck, I'll get suckered in on Sunday. I, I, I watched Manchester last year, uh, saw all the results coming in. I think it was Becky Briggs who won the, the women's last year and qualified for... Commonwealth Games, I think, but she she ended up taking on the uh, I think it was the world the world champs anyway. Mm. Um, but I remember seeing all the buzz around it, and you do get suckered in by it, and you That's think, cool. oh, I'll have a bit of that, and I'll get the same thing on Sunday. I've only got I've got two runners running it this year, coached runners, um, and I, I always get a little bit attached to it and think, oh, I'll have a bit of that. Put myself in the ballot, never get in the ballot. And then I go through the the the, the annual. Oh, I wonder if I could do it for charity. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it, it. Yeah. But Manchester. It's 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 easy. You not the run. It's not easy, Rob. It's not easy. It's easy to get in if you want it. If yeah. you want in, you're in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he says, I'm obviously I'm a Man City fan, and I'm going to the Wembley on Saturday. By the way, to watch Man City Sheffield United. But I'm a Man City fan, so Manchester Is that the final. No, it's a semi, um, semi-final FA Cup. We might, we've got either Brighton or uh, Manu in the cut in there. God, we're going from darts to running to football. We're proper. We might start broadening as horizon. We won't be called the Running Podcast anymore. But yeah, so my favourite city in the UK. Uh, <laughs> I've been to Birmingham recently, <laughs> yesterday actually. But my favourite city in the UK would have to be Manchester. And I've always thought to myself, if I couldn't run London Marathon which I did last year, I would run, I was thinking a half marathon to start with, but thinking about, I mentioned it to Laura the other day, her face was a bit like, so what was that reaction? Or? Here we go again, all this training. But it won't, I won't start until next year. The problem is, I was thinking about it actually. Just start when I tell you. Well, yeah, exactly. But it would start <laughs> around about the time when I'm supposed to be getting married. Well, I'm supposed to be getting married. and I am getting married. <laughs> That's bad timing, that is. I know, bad I know. Timing. Do you know what I'd do instead? Go on. Abingdon. What's when's that? October, this year. No, I'm not doing it this year, not a chance. I'm going with the time train for it now. Nah, do you know what? I think uh, you might be onto something there. So when is it? 
I think it's March next year or March April. Or April. It's March or April next year. I think it's when, the time you, when you're getting married, January. January the 20th. Oh. So it will literally be potentially starting. If I start like the 12 week program, like I think I did 12 or 14 weeks last time, it was like three months into it, three and a half months. I'd probably start it. You start pretty low key anyway, don't you? So the Laura on side, are you, do, are you doing this or not? Because it's a big commitment. I mentioned it to her just as we were just about to go to sleep, so I don't think she's had much time to think about it. But like I say, I haven't really thought about it much. I've just, it came to my mind. Does she, listen to the, does she listen to the podcast? She does, but she tends to be a bit behind, so she's probably, she'll probably listen to this podcast when I'm training next year. <laughs> so say, do you want me to buy you as a wedding present? And then she comes oh, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. Cut this bit out, cut this bit out. <laughs> No, I can't, I can't. I've got to do it now. He's bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, do you know what? I, I think it's a good shout. I think I'm I'm toying with the idea of, as I say, marathon season. I'm toying with the idea of it, but we'll have to see. I'm a busy boy at the moment. Um, it might be next year. Maybe we run Manchester together. Yeah, well, we won't be running, we'll run the we'll run the marathon together, but we won't actually be running together. Yeah. You'll be way, you'll finish way in front of me. Yeah. But, well, that's it's an idea. Let's kick it around. Should we talk Manchester Marathon, or should yeah. we should we do the, the Strava do the Strava leaderboard, and then that will fit nicely with us talking about some shout outs for Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah go on into Strava. So Strava leaderboard. So last week um, we've got in third place with forty eight point nine is Christian Prince. So, well done, Christian. Christian think, Prince. Yeah. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if he did the marathon. He might have done. Yes, he did. I think he did the marathon. I think he did Manchester. So, well done, Christian. Did he do the marathon? I'm pretty sure he did. I saw on his – I'm sure I saw in Strava that he did that he did the marathon. I might be completely wrong. Oh, if I have, Manchester I wrong. Marathon. Manchester Marathon. Words yeah. cannot – no, words cannot describe. First ever marathon was an absolute whirlwind, but it absolutely surpassed all expectations. Oh, my word. First ever marathon. He did it in 2.44. Christian, get out, our, get out <laughs> of our Strava group, mate. <laughs> what are you doing? He's Put doing well there, right? Like that, eh? He's doing well. Ridiculous. Well done, Kate. Well no. done, Craig. Christian. Christian. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Second place, we've got Morgan Thompson. So 50.8 miles. So that's the, 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 the lad that you're, tra- yeah. you're coaching who's, who's in Cyprus, I believe. My mate Morgan, yeah. He's, yeah. he's knocking out some big miles at the moment. So he is. Packing work. And then top of the shop, we have Amanda Kelly with 53.9 miles. So Manchester we'll Marathon, Amanda? No, no, no she's, just a, she's just, yeah, it must have just been a big week for her. Cracking. I have got a bit of a, an ad in there because we have had recently, only yesterday or the day before, we've had a couple of newbies start in the Strava League. Um, we've had more than a couple, we're on 83 well, we members now. Yeah, we went from 77 up to 83 in like the space of 24 hours. I'm looking at it from last week to this week, um, you know, Sunday to Thursday, and there's some names on there I've not seen. I've not yeah. seen any of these names before. So last, I'll, I'll do this week's uh, Monday to Thursday. Um, so in, in third place, the geezer from New Zealand, top man, Sean Moynihan with 48.0 miles. I can't wait for you to pronounce the one in second place. I know. Michel, Michel Giuseppe Oriandino, I believe he's from Italy by the looks of it. Uh, he... Welcome to the Strava League. Welcome to listening to the podcast if you just started listening. He has done 50.1 miles last week. He's a big he, runner. He did. He did 72 miles last week, Monday to Sunday. So I think he'll be featuring quite heavily in the leaderboard. And then top of, top of the leaderboard this week, we have another new listener or new person to the Strava League. I believe he's from your neck of the woods in Wolverhampton is Rick Turner with 53.54 miles. And last week, Monday to Sunday, 102 miles. You're joking. No, 102 miles. I had to check it about four times because I'd go on it sometimes. And obviously on Strava, you can have cycle and you can have running, you can have combined. And I went on to running and I I, I might be completely wrong. I might have misread it, but 102 miles he did. No, that's he's he did 102 miles the week of the 20th of March, and since then he's done 102 miles, 87 miles, 100 miles, 
and 102 miles again, and he's already on 53 miles. So yeah. And and he's probably got the most impressive moustache I've ever seen. In I know, life. yeah, he's got one of them handlebar moustaches, hasn't he, with a big beard. So welcome to the Strava leaderboard. Well, you're more than welcome to it. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll be saying Rick's name quite a lot and Mikel Giuseppe. I, I I think we need to start a new Strava leaderboard because I don't think anyone's going to beat Rick. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, but so we can have we can have we can have it called Rick's leaderboard. Rick's <laughs> leaderboard. We can start off at the top and then we just read third, second, third, and fourth. Rick, mate, welcome. But um, you've just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, you got you got Rick going into the leaderboard like doing fifty three miles, which is normally what wins the board for. Yeah most most weeks you got christian coming in and going oh it's my first marathon knocking out a 244 <laughs> sickening this is absolutely <laughs> sickening i, I think I, I i've got no words well done and welcome to the welcome to the show everyone cracking yeah. stuff absolutely. cracking stuff welcome to the strava leaderboard it's lovely to see and it really we have got some I, I, I tried to locate where they where they were actually from i think we've got somebody from russia who's actually draw, drawing the strava leaderboard if they ever get onto the strava leaderboard I haven't got a clue what their name is. So if you are listening and you have joined the Strava leaderboard and you are from Russia or close to Russia, please let us know your name and how to pronounce your name. So if you do actually get onto Strava leaderboard, we can actually pronounce it or I can actually pronounce it. So that's the Strava leaderboard. So welcome newbies. Uh, yeah, so we have, some, newbies. we have got some shout outs from last week. Have you got any shout out? Do you want to mention anybody on the, on the leaderboard as you're looking at it now? Uh, well, I've just saw the uh, the person from I think it's Russia. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, that's all I'm going to say because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce. But welcome. Um, I think there's there's something happening from the NSRRA, the North Stars Roadrunners, because we're being flooded with gators. Yeah. We are being flooded with gators. Christian Prince is a gator. Uh, one of my group B, uh, group B rivals, Kieran, Kieran mm-hmm. Bedford, has joined. Yeah. Say rivals, we're all, we're all friends, aren't we? We are, yeah. Um, Robbie, Will- no, Robbie, Robbie Williams is from uh, Stone, isn't he? Yeah, he's from the, he's from the Bats. Um, I do want to give a special shout-out this week because it was an absolute pleasure to look on the leaderboard and see my mate Dave actually went out for a run. Tumbleweed moment. <laughs> And that's all I've got to say. Um, but it's lovely, absolutely lovely to see, um, you know, the, the the leaderboard growing and new faces and new names, sorry, and from all over the world, which is absolutely mind-blowing. So thank you very much to everybody. 740 miles this week. Crazy, that, isn't it? Up. We have it, yeah. And I am 48th in the leaderboard. <laughs> That's after one run. I did four point nine on Monday. So I, I just think it's uh, the the competition's gone up a notch. Do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's going to be very very difficult to to top that leaderboard from now on. Uh, very very difficult. So Dave, who was who, who we just mentioned, you did very well to top the leaderboard when you did. And yes, then last week when you top or the week before you top the leaderboard, you did very well to top it then. Yeah, yeah. We aren't getting anywhere anywhere close to fifty three miles an hour a week. No, I mean look the people that are normally top of the board, uh the Penny Masses, the Alicia mm. Gilberts, um the Karen, Karen Sales. Sales, the you you're gonna have to up your game, ladies. <laughs> game. Um we'll see how that one develops over the next few weeks. Manchester Marathon, uh Christian Prince wasn't the only person that ran it, was he Rob? He wasn't. No, he wasn't. There was quite a few people that we that that, that ran. Stoke Stoke, Stoke, Stoke shout outs, yeah, absolutely. So we've got, uh, I mentioned last week, so Dave Wallace, he did really, really well. I think he did four hours 30 something, really, really well. Jason Ashworth, again, Dave's first marathon, Jason's first marathon. I think Jason got four hours 28 and and he was, I saw him on the Saturday before at Stoke Fit and he had had some pain in his hips and in his back. So he did really well to finish. Libby Manifold, so Libby did really, really well. That's her first marathon in, in four hours, three minutes and 26 seconds So for her first marathon, and she did really, really, really well, so well done to Libby. Um, Barefoot Blade, I'm not entirely sure what time he did it in, uh, but he did really, really well, and he finished it. 
struggled, he said, from I think from mile 17 or mile 18 onwards. Um, and he put a post on there that I think he was finished quite late on because of the pain that he was suffering with. But he did really, really well to do it barefoot. I couldn't even imagine doing a couple of mile barefoot. So 26.2 miles barefoot is really, really good. Uh, we had a couple of people, um, Lee Davis, reach out to us and uh, Ian Corley. So Ian Corley, first and foremost, said, had a great time, terrific fun and smiled pretty much all the way. And he was dressed up as Superman. He's a local lad. I see him quite often at, my, at Hanley Park Run. And he does a lot of the local runs. And he does dress up as a Captain America. Uh, did Potters off one year dressed as Captain America. So he he ran Manchester Marathon. Lee Davies, cheers. Completed my first ever marathon yesterday. Well happy with my achieved three hours and 19 minutes. And thanks for all the support from Silver Silverdale Running Club. Up the Dale. Up the Dale. Andy Torbett's from the Dale. He did the marathon. He did. He did. And he did really, really well. Absolutely smashed it. I think he did it under four hours, I want to say. Yeah. I think he did 3.45 or something like that. I think that was his first ever marathon. And he's put all the, he's put all the work in. Um, so, well done, Andy. And I'm sure we'll see you soon around at one of the North Stash Roadrunners races. Yeah. Really inspiring stuff. Stoke Fitlock, Andy Torbett, Barefoot Blade. Yeah. To name a few friends of the show, congratulations! We, well done. So then we've got some people who did the relay as well. The relay we have Ange, Ange Morton, who we have got a poem from in a bit. Oh, she did a poem about Manchester, so she did a, a relay with Ray Wilson. So well done to Ray and, and Ange. And then we had, I think there was a four-way relay with Joyce, Doreen, Michelle, and Jason from Stoke Fit. There's an idea. Well done. Go on, carry on. Sorry. Well done. There's an idea. Go on. No, go on. I got excited. Well done. Well, well done to you all. I didn't mean to cut Rob off. When he <laughs> yeah, well done to everybody. Well done, everybody that ran Manchester um, in a relay or doing it the first time, second time, third time, however many times you've done a marathon. Running a marathon is one of the best things I ever did. And you join one of the, I think it's 1% of the pop, world's population of running a marathon. So you've joined an elite group. Well done. Go on. What were you going to say? There's an idea. Go on. I was just waiting for you to let me back in there because I, I felt like we were going to say thank you to more people. Well done to everyone for doing Manchester. Um, relay? The couch to coached. Manchester Marathon Relay. What we could do. We could do that. If you don't get the pass from Laura, <laughs> we do the relay. Tell you what, we'll get a relay and we'll get Christian Prince doing it with us. <laughs> we'll get a couple more. We'll get this Rick Tierney. We'll get Mikel Giuseppe Riondino from Italy to come across. We'll get Sean Moynihan to come across. So what you're saying they is come... we'll have a relay team, but we'll just support the faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just be there. Go on. Yeah, that's it. It's clapping your hands. We could do we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it open at this point in time. Manchester Marathon, you better watch out. We're coming for you next year. You can tell. It's, Rob's got it in his head. Can tell. Um, well, then we've got London Marathon coming up this week, haven't we? Yeah. This do, you weekend. Know, do you know anyone doing London? I do. Yeah, I know quite a few people. Stoke Fitlock. Um, yeah. So there's Peter Gibbs. So Pete is in my Northstash Roadrunners um, group. He's doing the um, London Marathon. So good luck to to Tim. We've got Tim West, who is again from is from Stoke Fit. He has been training for a while. I think it's his first marathon. He signed up for Manchester, but got a place at London, so he's doing Manchester next year. We've got Claire Bratt from um, Stoke Fit. We've got Shaz Whitfield from Stoke Fit as well. And and so good luck on Sunday to you four people from Stoke Fit. If anybody else is doing it, let us know by next week and we will give you a shout-out. If you're listening to the show... Penny Massa. Penny Massey, yeah, of course she's doing it. So if anybody else is listening to the show now and thinking, oh, I want to shout out next week or I want I want um, to shout, give somebody else a shout out, let us know and we will give them a shout out. Just before we move on, we'd had a local, another local trail marathon around us on the same day or the day before Manchester. 
so there's a couple of people that did it in Stoke Stoke Fit. So Dawn Jones, it's called the Newcastle Way Challenge Marathon. So Dawn Jones, Julie Bradshaw, Trevor and Patsy Ball. So well done to you guys as well if you listen to the show. Got a pretty straightforward name for a race around your area, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's unusual, really. Undergrounds and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's a, it's quite a, 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 an easy one to, to talk about. It's a trail marathon. Mm, yeah, I don't. I, that does. Yeah, it's it was pretty hard. It was pretty muddy because we saw somebody. I think I can't remember her name. Who was I think Julie maybe. She was running the day after, or the second, the two days after. She was saying it was really, really muddy. Um, but it sounds interesting. I want to listen to this poem. Yeah, I think we should we're listen. We've talked about Manchester. Should we have a listen to Angie's poem? Yeah, so here's Angie's poem. Thank you for doing this, Angie. Welcome back to Poets Corner. My name's Angie Morton, and this is my latest poem written after Manchester Marathon. The alarm went off at 5 a.m. It's race day at last, and this one's a gem. Manchester bound with our fabulous mates, all nervous and excited, not knowing our fates. Will we get lost on the trams, we all thought? We don't want to end up in bloody Stockport. Which tram is ours? Let's take a guess. Well, sorry, let's just follow everyone else. We arrived at the start in plenty of time. The loads of portaloos stood in the line. Thank God, said Dorian, who was getting madder and madder. A slave to her most inconvenient weak bladder. The support was amazing, you can't deny that. People everywhere. Manchester was packed. The trams were heaving, we were wedged in like chips up close and personal with people's armpits. To get to the finish was a challenge, but we made it in time. See Jason, Dave and Doreen across the finish line. We wouldn't have missed it for all the world. We shouted so loud, they definitely heard. We all made it back to the car, our legs tired and weary, reflecting on the day, our eyes all bleary. Now running a marathon is not for me. Age might be a number, but I disagree. I was bothered at the the end of the half and could go no more. Much respect to you marathon runners. I'm so in awe. Donuts all eaten and hogs all around. We were soon in the car and homeward bound. What's that smell coming from the back seat? Oh my God, it's Dave Wallace's stinky feet. Put your trainers back on, we all cried. It smells like something has just bloody died. So that's it, my friends. The day was ace. We trained, we supported, we ran our best race. Now to decide what comes next. But first, we all need a well-earned rest. There you go. Poet, Poet's Corner. She's good, isn't she? It's really good. Really, really good. I'm not sure what she was listening to at the start of the poem, though. Sounded like a bit of ABBA to me, and It did sound a bit of ABBA. A bit of ABBA. Are you an ABBA fan? <laughs> I want a poem. Of, I want a poem about Abba. <laughs> Sounded like a bit of Abba. That did. It was we don't good. need. We, we might not put it on the podcast just for our benefit. Just do as a poem about Abba. <laughs> we can't promise, though. We can't. Promise. <laughs> I didn't know. I quite like it when she sends us a poem. I mean, look. First and foremost, we really appreciate her going to those efforts because, yeah. you know, joking aside, we do ask her for poems every now and then. But she just every now and then the inbox pings, and you're like, oh. You see Angie's name flash up and a little, you know, an, an attachment. And you're like, oh, here we go. Po- <laughs> poems come in. And you never, you, we never know what's going to be in it. No. But it's uh, it's good, isn't it? It's nice to hear. If anyone else has got any poems, you know, send them in. Poems, yeah, absolutely. Poets Corner. Absolutely. I think we the first poem that we had was from Tim West, if you can remember way back when, and then me and you did one, and then Angie's Angie's occupied that poet's corner for a, a number of times. So if anybody has got any poems that they want to, and we're not saying that we're going to kick you out. If you've got a poem as well, let us know and we'll read another one out. But if anybody else is fancies doing a poem, let us know and we will uh, we'll get it on the show. Or Rob will send you a threat. Well, I'll send you a threat. <laughs> Just before we move on, actually, about another shout out, Goonie Pie. Ah, yeah. She's recently restarted running again for the seventh time or something. She says she's back. She uh, I put I put something on uh, Instagram to say if anybody wants a shout out, and she put return. Re- she's returned from running, and then she put replied with only joking. So, welcome back to the world of running, Goonie Pie. Um, she, yeah, she's she's someone I coach. Uh, she's had she's had an absolutely terrible time. To be fair, sure. um, she's she was training for Richmond Marathon, um, 
last year uh, mm. and was was absolutely flying to be fair did really really well in her training uh, we started building her up uh, she got a bit of a niggle in her foot um, or slash like uh, calf shin yeah. couldn't quite put the finger on where it was um, and it, it's it's plagued her for quite a while I hope she doesn't mind me saying this too late I've already said it um, <laughs> that me dropping Julianne <laughs> um, but she's worked really really hard and stayed really really positive uh, throughout the process um, and he's doing strength training to try and counteract it and he's on the road to recovery it's not always easy uh, I mean I'm going to give a shout out to Rachel as well my wife to be fair she's gone through a very very similar process um, in terms of having an injury and you you can you can get really really frustrated when you get an injury like that and when you love running so much but uh, both of those um, women have have really tried to focus on the positives where possible finding other things to do such as enjoying the gym doing strength work and I am pretty confident they will both return to their former glory of some really good half marathon and yeah. 10k running um and possibly even onto the marathon again one day so yeah it's it's, oh, it's not nice having an injury i've never touched wood i've never really had an injury where it stopped me from running gary steadman who is a friend who runs with stoke fit he's recently been to a, a physio and he's not running at the moment because he's done something with his quad and it's impacting on his knee i might be wrong but that's what i think and he's not running at the minute and he's really he's come on leaps and bounds with his paces in group e of the north staff road runners and he's, he was doing really well um but get well soon gary i'm sure you'll be back out there soon doing doing what you do Stay positive doing people um yeah. it's one of those things i always i read something this isn't coach reads by the way this is just a freebie <laughs> i read a freebie. something a few months back or maybe even last year that you should see an injury as an opportunity um because yeah. What we tend to do as runners is focus solely on the running because we love running and we're busy and all we can really do is get our runs in because we haven't got time like the elites to run and strength train a lot of the time. Mm. We do a bit of strength as and when we can. But what happens when you get an injury and you can't run is just you dedicate more time to the gym. And I think that's what you should really see it as is an injury is an opportunity to strengthen the, the, the muscles all over the body, the ligaments, the bones, and, and and use it as a bit of an opportunity to develop a bit of mental resolve as well. So stay positive if you can, if you are holding an injury at the moment, and uh, reach out if you need anyone to talk to, because it can be quite a difficult time. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Um, and the benefits of improving your running cadence is essentially your feet are turning over quicker. So if that is the case, you're obviously running quicker because you're physically taking more steps per minute or strides per minute. Um, and also it, 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 it's proven to reduce injury. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Cows to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Let's have a question. So we're running low on questions again. So I'm going to pull the threat out again. Here we go, threatening everyone. Sorry, guys. Uh, we will have to pull this part of the show if we don't get questions because we don't want to be making questions up. We could talk about a particular subject we want to talk about or focus on, but I like to be, have the questions because it's from you as listeners what you're wanting to ask ask us or what you want an answer for. So please do let us know if you've got any questions. You can send them in via Instagram, the usual way, Facebook, via the email at, at couch2coach.outlook.com. You can, like we said, 
you could find me in, in aisle three of Asda. You could find me buying Prime for my daughter. You could see me thinking about signing up for Manchester Marathon. Just let us know if you've got any particular questions and we'll answer. So we have got a, a question again from Julianne. So Julianne sent us a couple of questions a couple of weeks ago. So we answered the question about Azelax last week. So this time we are looking at cadence, which is something that, I knew nothing about, still don't really know a great deal about, but nothing about before I started running. So comes in two questions. So it comes with, does cadence matter? She's five foot seven. Do I need shorter strides? And then running cadence. My average is around 169. Should I up my cadence in my everyday runs? If so, how do I do this? Um, It's a very, very good question. And I think it's, um, it's something obviously that is unique to everybody. It's, you know, it's similar to, you know, running pace to some extent in how unique it is because not everybody can run and train at the same paces. So you'll have a, you'll have a sort of average cadence, if you like. Um, cadence is basically measured as uh, strides or steps per minute. And if you read online about what a good running cadence is, uh, they say uh, on most of the articles that a good running cadence is anywhere between 170 to 180 strides per minute. So what you will find is the quicker you run, the more your cadence will increase. So for instance, I train at a cadence of around about 170 steps or strides per minute on an easy run. Um when I race, my cadence does go up to around about 180 strides per minute. Um, it varies for different people. And I think you can look at improving your cadence, which I'll talk about ways to do it in a minute. The first thing to do if you want to measure your cadence, um, if you've got a modern up-to-date running watch, um, a lot of them do it for you. So it's how accurate that is, is is difficult to say but the most accurate way to do it is to basically count the number of times your left or your right foot hits the floor on a run in 30 seconds and then times it by two okay so what you could do run along count every time one of your feet hits the floor the same foot and then times it by two um, and that basically will give you your strides or steps per minute. Now, as I say, some running watches do have the ability to measure your cadence, but you need to see how reliable and accurate that is. Uh, you can get other like devices such as um, little pods that clip to your feet. I've seen them, uh, yeah. The connect, yeah, I've seen them. What you could buy them. Would you advise them? Um, I think for if you're looking at measuring things like cadence or uh, ground contact time or stride length, then they're quite good. Um, it's not a GPS tracker as such, but with that information, that data, along with a, a, a GPS watch, you will get access or could get access to more data on your run. Yeah. But obviously, the problem with having more data is knowing how to understand and read that data. So. Yeah. You've got to be careful. Don't probably get too bogged down in it. What you can look to do is try and improve your cadence. So to answer Julianne's question, um, your running cadence, she said it was about 169. Mm. I'd be interested to see whether that's just from a standard easy run or whether that's from a race where she's going at effort. Because if it's from a standard easy run, I'd imagine her racing cadence, her running cadence for an effort is higher. Yeah. Um, and I would say she probably doesn't need to alter it. You can alter it over time. So one of my runners that came to me uh, right at the start when I started my service as a running coach, uh, Sinclair Shuffler, Sarah, her running cadence was really low. Um, it was about 130, uh, 130 steps per minute or strides per minute. And we basically incorporated with her running um, one consistency, so got her running more, we incorporated some strength work into her hips um, and her upper legs, so her quads and hamstrings. And then we did the running drills, um, like we did a drill, the one that you've been doing, yeah. um, which you can Google if you've never heard of the a drill or the a skip. Um, and we also did some quick feet 
uh, drills, which is basically measuring a distance, let's say, for instance, a few meters. And between those few meters, doing as many little steps as you can. You'll see like Instagram videos of drills. You can Google them. But a cadence drill, what you're basically trying to do is to maximize how many steps per minute you can take. And you need to create this memory pattern, you know, the messages from the brain to the body, to the feet, to the legs, that you need your your feet to turn over quicker. Naturally, getting fitter, getting quicker at running, becoming stronger and forcing the body through drills to become quicker on the feet will improve your running cadence Um, and the benefits of improving your running cadence is essentially your feet are turning over quicker so if that is the case you're obviously running quicker because you're physically taking more steps per minute or strides per minute Um, and also it's proven to reduce injury because in theory you've got like less impact less ground contact time going through the feet um and an improved running cadence um does go hand in hand with a better running position like your feet will land better under the center of mass um and actually you'll find it can reduce injury so uh, mine's about 164 i think when i first started mine was like 140 or something like that. i remember having a conversation with you about it when i first started with the uh, with training with you so mine's improved probably because I'm doing more running. Yeah. Would it be? Would it? Would it ever? Would it have got higher because I was? I'm getting faster. It's going to have got higher because you're getting faster. It's going to have yeah. got higher because you're fitter. So yeah. because as you find running easier, your legs will be turning over quicker. So yeah. somebody that is starting their running journey if they looked at what their cadence was and then in six or well, three to six months time let's say did another test of measuring a cadence you'll probably find it has got quicker you can focus on trying to you know increase the amount of steps that you take per minute imagine that you're running on like hot coals or something and Mm. it's like pick your feet up put your feet down pick your feet up put your feet down and you need to constantly be thinking about it i need to increase Mm. my stride some people use metronomes like you can run to like a a music that is Mm. a certain beats per minute and you can time your feet to the beats there's many different ways you can improve it but i think for an average runner uh the people that are listening to this program uh, this podcast that want to increase it the best way of doing that is to try and incorporate some strength work is to try and think about incorporating some drills and you'll probably find that as your fitness improves it will just it will just increase but you shouldn't try every single run to increase your cadence because i think you're going to end up finding that you'll run quite unnaturally at that point and yeah. you're more likely to promote an injury you should just focus on something and and check it every now and then and you'll find it will increase hopefully height obviously i'm six foot nearly seven foot like you keep telling me everybody (laughs) does height and leg length make a difference because i know when i'm running and i'm get not getting tired but when i'm getting towards an end of a run or if i'm getting towards an end of a race i lengthen my strides i get a bit faster because i lengthen my strides i can open my legs up will that have an impact or does height have an impact on cadence i would i would probably say um you probably find obviously taller runners obviously because of the fact that they've got you know bigger bodies longer legs contributing to it that you'll probably find that uh you maybe have a longer stride yeah however just because you've got a longer stride I don't think would necessarily, my opinion, lead to you necessarily having a higher cadence. I think it's down more to your own running form because one of the things that will reduce your cadence is if you're you're Mm overstriding. So in theory, you could look at, well, I've got a bigger stride. So you might not necessarily take as many steps because you, you've got a longer stride covering a, the same amount of distance. Mm-hmm. But it, dep- it to me, it depends really, I think, on what your running form is like. Um, yeah. And I think the starting point is what your natural running form is. Um, I would probably say somebody that is taller probably will have a lower running cadence than... Like you would have a lower running cadence than me, I think. Um 
whether that's down to your height or whether that's down to your fitness or or what i don't know um i think it'd be interested to have a look at seeing if you could improve it over a period of time because you you will be able to improve it yeah so i'm looking now at my strava and last 2021 uh when i did wilmslow which is my p my was my pb for um 10k my cadence isn't actually on here but i think it's increased quite quite significantly from then i think it was like 145 i think i'm having a conversation with you whereas this year or last year when i did it last year in 2022 it has gone up to 170 so max cadence is 170 average cadence is 158 that that to me is is simply because you're getting fitter and your legs your body your mind um your cardiovascular system is stronger and you are covering more distance over the same amount of time let's say and you yeah. are you are now fitter and faster yeah. so naturally yeah. you are going to be taking more steps per minute so the high the higher the cadence the better higher the cadence the better really yeah. because higher cadence means more steps per minute per minute um and and that means that in theory you're going to tra- you're going to travel and cover more distance over that period of time um i wouldn't to be honest with you though get too bogged down with it i think the best way of looking at it is is again going back to last week's episode we over we overcomplicate things as humans um and what will probably happen is somebody will look at their cadence and go a good cadence is 180 i need to get up to 180 what they Mm -hmm. then do is they 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 take too much away from their actual the focus of just getting out and running and improving their fitness they focus Mm -hmm. too much on their cadence their running form changes they pick up injuries because of that or they actually take their eye off the ball with the the actual training itself starting point really is to just get your consistency get your variety start doing your speed sessions once a week improve your fitness and you'll find your cadence probably goes up yeah cool hope that answers your question julian uh thank you for the question last week thank you for the question this week and all the other thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners out there we have got literally got thousands of listeners do get in contact with us please ask us questions we want to answer your questions we can talk as you could probably tell me and ben can talk the hind legs off a donkey so we could think of an of a, of a topic and talk about it we want to answer your questions so if you've got any specific questions please let us know we do um, we, we really do enjoy listening we really do enjoy receiving the questions thinking about the questions and then answering the questions on the podcast it mainly comes from ben i must admit <laughs> the answers come from ben which is absolutely fine because no, that's not fair you chip in you chip, I chip in, in. You i do chip conversation. in yeah i do chip in and i think it's it's uh for me it's, it's for you it's quality quality and quantity for me it's quality rather than quantity <laughs> It's just the odd phrase. But if there is questions, please let us know via Instagram, Facebook, or the email. Are you interested in hiring a personal running coach? If so, please visit www.benrussellfitnesscoach.co.uk or head over to Instagram and Facebook at Ben Russell Fitness Coach for more details. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much. Coach Reads. So last week... Um, we talked about Runner's World. We listened to it. We talked about what we were thinking about recovery position on Runner's World. Are you going to surprise us all by saying it's not Runner's World? Um, well, it's not Runner's World. No. It could be Runner's World. Okay. It, it's a story that's been in the, the, the media quite a lot, online, okay. Facebook, socials. Okay. Uh, it probably will be printed in Runners World at some point because if they don't put it in an article, they're probably missing out. And I'd be surprised if people haven't heard about this. So we're going to talk about it. Um, I'm sorry if you listen to the show, Josiah Zacharizu, Zacharizu, Josiah Zacharizu, Josiah. I'm sorry if you listen to the show, Josiah. Um, Josiah is a Scottish ultramarathon runner who blames injury and jet lag for using a car in a race oh, I've, heard, I've heard about this i've read about this myself it's 
There's a little bit more to it, I think. So top Scottish ultra runner who was disqualified for using a car during a race was blamed an injury and jet lag for her decision to break the rules and then accept a trophy for third place. Oh, and she only came third. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> she got, she, I think it was two and a half miles or three miles that she got a car for. Was it an auto? It was an auto marathon. Wasn't yeah. It? So basically, she's facing some calls for a life ban after being disqualified from the 2023 GB Ultras and Marathon. Uh, Manchester to London, uh, sorry, Manchester to Liverpool, a 50-mile race uh, which took place on the 7th of April after it was discovered that she had travelled by car for about two and a half miles. Um, To be fair to her, the 47-year-old who's from Dunfries told the BBC in Scotland that her her behaviour had not been malicious and that she'd only got in a friend's car because she'd been limping and wanted to tell Marshalls that she was withdrawing. But she didn't withdraw. She collected third place first (laughs) and then withdrew. (laughs) Well, I think, I read it, I I remember reading it, I think it it might have been Runners World or BBC or somewhere like that, Um, that she got in the car, was decided that she was going to jack it in, not not complete it. But then the marshals went to the marshals to say, I'm packing it in. The marshals turned around and said something to her around, oh, you'll regret it. You may as well carry on. So they she then carried on. And then it got caught up in all the emotion and they give her the third place and, and she decided not to say anything until I think it, yeah. the GPS picked up on the fact that she just yeah. went really, really quick. Yeah. <laughs> Like 60 mile an hour down the M6. <laughs> Stole a few Strava crowns on the way. I wonder if yeah. she handed them back. I wonder if she handed well, her Strava crowns back. Or Strava, Strava would have had her on that one, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... Two and, two and a half miles, though. Yeah, apparently she agreed to... Ca- she she basically got to a checkpoint and she told some of the marshals that she was pulling out. And, and they basically said, you'll hate yourself if you stop. Yeah. So she agreed to carry on in a non-competitive way. Um. To be fair to her, she still did 47 and a half miles, which is a lot more than any, than some people can do. So 47 and a half miles. And, and I think if you read the, the article, she said that she, she potentially could have take, gone out one past second and third. She didn't want to interfere with the race. She didn't want to yeah. interfere with the race. Um, but the person who came fourth obviously didn't know this until now, has now got third place. And it's like... People are calling for a lifetime ban, which which you can understand. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it. I don't think that, um, you know, Josiah deserves a lifetime ban. I think no. she she's made a mistake. Yeah. Although she made a mistake, the organisers have probably made a little bit of a mistake and contributed to it as well, maybe by the sounds of it. But yeah. this, this runner, um, you know, this lady... Has got some really good accolades. She finished 14th in the 2014 Commonwealth Games Marathon. She set records in the UK over 100 and 200 miles. And she has said she was wrong to pose for pictures. (laughs) (laughs) But she's a serious runner who's done some serious things. And I think for that, you've got to take hats off to her. But... You know, you would you would have just waited for more people to go past. Like you did, I can remember listening to people's stories. I, I never did this because I, I I never really ran anyway. But cross, cross country people waiting in the bushes, so they run a lap and then they wait in the bush and then they jump out towards the end. But they wait until at least three about about ten people go past and then they come out. Not oh I've come third. You'd, you'd wait a, at least a couple more, and then this wouldn't have happened. You would have just finished the mar- the ultra marathon. And I mean, to be honest with you, that's how I that's how I won crew in Group B because I waited, I, waited <laughs> in the, I waited in the forest and then jumped out again. I didn't. Don't say that. I was going to say Ken will be on your case. Ken, if you're listening, I didn't. You can check me, mate. I didn't. I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran Gilbert will be. We will be, will be, will be cursing you. Actually, thinking about that, we have got another shout out just before we move on. Oh, go on. Um, Alicia Gilbert has got in contact with us. Sorry, Alicia. I am. I, I did realise that you'd give us a shout out, but I've just found it. So, hi. I'm not sure how I can request a shout out. You've just done it, but could you please do a shout out to Kieran uh, Kieran Gilbert from Silverdale, your competitor, who smashed his PB and got his amazing two hours fifty six minutes at Manchester Marathon. Thank it's you so much, Alicia. Yeah, two hours fifty six. Kieran, mate, well done. Oh, well done. Very well done. Are they very married? Well. I don't know. I don't know. We don't want to assume that. We don't no. want to assume that. They've got the same surname. They're related in some regard, I think. And they run for I the don't... same club. 
Yeah, we'll see. Well, Alicia or Kieran, get in contact and let us know. I, I, I presume they're married. It's either a very nice shout-out for your husband or your brother. Either way, yeah. well done, Kieran, and thank you for the shout-out. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So that's Couch. That's Coach Reed. So it's my turn next week. So get ready, guys, for Couch Reeds from Runners World. <laughs> I'll try and get something different. Yeah, Rob, Rob doesn't. Rob doesn't uh, throw any surprises. It's going to be from everybody. <laughs> you do Runners World ever goes out of business? Uh, well, I'll just use past, past history. They've got loads of magazines to choose from. <sighs> So, oh, Couch to Coached. So, this is part of the episode where we talk Couch about my training. Coached. So, this is where uh, we talk about my previous running. So, last week's running and then what I'm looking forward to and what I'll be doing in the next coming week. What so, are you looking forward to in the next coming week? Uh, I'm looking forward to going and watch Man City in, um, in the <laughs> semi-final. Do you know what Coach Reads was before I... Uh... I'll move on. I nearly I saw an article the other day that Manchester City are applying for permission to uh, reduce the capacity at the Etihad. Reduce. Uh, sorry, no. <laughs> they're, they're applying to increase the capacity at the Etihad. I thought they had problems filling the stadium, so they were going to reduce it, but they're increasing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll skirt over that. So, Man City, if you are listening, I, 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 I and you want to sponsor the podcast, and you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> yeah, let us know. We, will, we, we are more than happy to be associated with Manchester City. If no, we're not. Just to be. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. But I'm looking forward to going watch Man City in the, in, the, in the FA Cup against Sheffield United. Barefoot Blade is a fan of, of Sheffield United, so I believe he's on his way down. He'll be on When's his way. Is that this weekend? Yeah, Saturday. Come on, Sheffield. Come on, Sheffield. Um, so, I'm looking forward to that. I've got you talks to half. I haven't signed up for it yet, but I will be signing up for that. So that's, Are you gonna? Do you think? Yeah. So that's, I think it's a week on Sunday. I want to say. Oh, thanks for the notice. Um, thanks for I the notice. So I'll start your taper then, shall I? <laughs> I think. I think it is. I've talked about it a couple. I think it might be two. Is it? What? Dates? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it says a week on Sunday because it's a week after London. So I'm looking forward oh, to that. Dear, um, hang on. So thirty. So when? When? When we looking here? So is it the twenty? Is it the? Yes, yeah, so we're looking the thirtieth. Thirtieth, yeah, thirtieth of April. Oh, so this I week, to, I need I need to change your whole next week then. <laughs> so this week, if uh, anyone if anyone out there has a running coach, by the way, this is really bad form. I've, we've been talking about it. We've actually uh, don't you frown proof. don't you frown at me, <laughs> I've got proof. I can go back on episodes, no, previous no. episodes. Silito, don't you frown at me. <laughs> you have a training peaks app and the agreement between couch and coach and <laughs> coach and runner for first and foremost in a professional capacity, not in a podcast capacity, is if you book a race and you sign up to a race, yet. you go onto your calendar and you put it in. I've just oh, I didn't know your... I could do. I didn't know I could do I've... that. I've just planned your week. Now I've got to alter it to a taper week. Ah, oh, throw me under the bus. Throw me under the bus, everyone. People are listening. I'm pretty ah. sure I've mentioned it a few times. That I'm thinking yeah, you have mentioned it. Off. You have mentioned it. So what we had was um, we did a nice bit of well, we had crew obviously, and then when we did crew, we went into a nice bit of a week to get you your back moving. Yeah. You've done your standard thing: football, bit of running. Got your legs moving again. Did a long run, some strides, and this week we've done a sixty-minute easy Stoke Fit. Yep, yep. Monday, went out and did the medium short with them. Medium to short. Bit of football on Tuesday. Bag any yeah. goals? No, not this week. Bradley play with you? He did. He scored two again. Good lad. Good lad. Yeah. Does Bradley support City? He does. He does. Of course he does. Of course what are you doing, does. lad? Um, rest day Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Today, everybody, Rob was supposed to go out um, and do what we would call workout of the week. Workout of the week. Uh, t- talking about me throwing you under the bus, you just throw me under the bus oh. by calling me basically lazy. <laughs> so what we've got is workout of the week, which would normally be on a Thursday. Rob's dodged it. Um, uh, you know, he, he says, I haven't dodged he it, he, it. He says he had parents evening, but, you know, <laughs> we've got no way of checking. Um, so that was supposed to be today. So I'll move that to tomorrow for you. Workout of the week this week, uh, for those that have got it's it on their training pick or want to try it, it is a beauty. It's basically one of my 
all-time favourite running sessions. Uh, it's called a Mona, not as in I'm a Mona. I will be moaning after it, Muddy. Yeah. It's called a Mona Fartlek, and it's basically a training session that is inspired by an Australian long-distance runner called Steve Monaghetti, um, who used this during his career. And basically, it's a perfect workout for being short on time, or if you want to do the longer version, you can increase it. But basically, what you do is you ramp up through the workout. Um, so we've got your warm-up and cool-down as normal, 10 minutes EV either side. Uh, doing a bit of light stretching, dynamic movements, all the standard stuff of a warm-up. And then you basically go through three hard repeats. So these are based on uh, rate of perceived exertion rather than paces. Yeah. Because the intervals are really short. So the first three intervals are uh, are basically only 90 seconds. So you can't do it on pace because if we set you a pace, by the time you get up to the pace that you need to get up to, you're probably going to find you've you've ended the 90 second interval and then you you rest. So basically you go uh, on an RPE scale, uh, rate of perceived exertion, one being sitting on your arms. (laughs) 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 One is sitting on your arms and the 10 is running for a bus sprinting. If you miss the bus, you're late for work that type of intensity. So you do your first intervals about a seven to eight, and that's three of them for 90 seconds with a 90 second easy. So three times 90 seconds with 90 seconds easy. And then we do four intervals for a minute, and these go up to an eight or nine, and then you get a minute easy between them. And then we go up to five, an eight to nine, which are only 30 seconds long. And again, you get 30 seconds easy in the middle of those intervals. And then we go up to another five intervals, which are only 15 seconds long. But you're up to like a nine out of 10 again. And then you you only get 15 seconds easy. And what you end up with is a progressively more challenging workout. Mm. Um, And you're basically representing like, almost surges in a race like building up lots of fatigue in the legs giving yourself a little bit of a rest it's really good for speed development it's really good for getting on like a heart rate monitor reading like a really wavy sort of heart rate monitor in line um we're not really giving the body too much time to recover but what we are doing is allowing you to recover just enough to put a next interval in and before you know it you've clocked up around about 20 to 30 minutes of of sort of threshold work if you like yeah but you're not running 30 minutes continually at threshold because that that would be enough to 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 write someone off so it's a well-structured session that allows you to get that sort of workout in but your body's not constantly working for it um so i'll be interested how you get on my favorite workout of all time rob will do his usual thing and stick it on the strava group uh on instagram uh we'll pop it we'll pop it up there um and try it and see how you get on all i've got to say is Watch out! I'll be down by the by the lake, sprinting <laughs> for fifteen minutes. You're gonna have a seven foot monster coming running towards you for fifteen seconds. So just beware if you if you're out by Forest Park where I where I do my laps, just be careful. If you're a fisherman down there, don't worry. <laughs> if he sprints for fifteen minutes and then stops, <laughs> it'd be hilarious if there was someone walking around and you sprinted for fifteen seconds as they turn around, you stop, yeah, and then you come running up them again. Yeah. They turn around, you stop. They're gonna be like the fright of their life. Aren't they? <laughs> um, so that's workout of the week. Work that's tomorrow of the week. Yeah, and then because you've messed it around a little bit, I'm having to think on my feet a little bit here. So what I think we'll do is we'll take Saturday out and we'll give you a bit of a we'll give you a bit of a chance. Are you going to go part run on Saturday? Potentially, I don't know. Depends on what's happened. What time I let set off for Mon- uh, for or London when I go Wembley? I think we should just give you a rest. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I think we should just give you a rest because what that means is if you because you didn't do it today, we've moved it to Friday. All of a sudden, if you do a run on Saturday, you do your run on Sunday, which needs to be a bit of a longish run, yeah. and then we get you running out Monday to kick the week off with club. You've run four days in a row and you've not really recovered from your session. Yeah. So you go into Wembley, 
Wembley. 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 So we'll take Saturday out. Have a nice rest. Sunday. Um, are you going to be able to get out and do 90 minutes easy Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah? I think so. Sunday, we need to start, especially if you're going to do Utoxita. Yeah. I want that to be 90 minutes, nice and long, nice and slow, time on feet building, mm-hmm. aerobic workout. And then we go normal routine, Stoke Fit on Monday. It's so important to have the structure, the routine that you've got. Stoke yeah. Fit on Monday, football Tuesday, rest on Wednesday. There is a little session in there on Thursday, but we'll talk about that on next week's episode and we'll build you up nicely for Utoxita. Utoxita. So then we... Yeah, so it's it's a week on Sunday. So this weekend, London. So I'll be down London uh, on Saturday to watch the Mighty Man City beat Sheffield United, hopefully. And good luck to everybody else who is going to be yeah. running a London Marathon on Sunday. It is If you haven't run it before, I know a couple of people that are running it again have, it's an absolutely fantastic marathon to run. Embrace it, enjoy it. Um, enjoy the the um, the bit beforehand where the where you go and collect your number and there's a bit of a show there. I saw Kipchoge there last year and Sally Radcliffe and Sally Sally Paula. Rad- I don't know why I say Sally. I said oh, Sally last time. Paula Radcliffe. Paula Paula Paula. Paula. I'm sorry. You it's Sally Gunnell, isn't it? It's not Sally Paul. Oh, Sally Gunnell. I met Paula Radcliffe. <laughs> We've got to sign my number. So embrace Paula. it. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Uh, let us know how you get on. I'm sure we'll see people's uh, posts on Strava. One of Britain's greatest ever <laughs> female marathon runners just disrespected like that on this reputable running pod. I'm Paula, I'm sorry. I'm sorry as well. If you do listen, if you want to sponsor the podcast, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if yeah, you're running fun. London, good luck to you. Good luck to you. If you bump into Sally Radcliffe at the show, uh, at the expo, say hello to her for us. Um, and if give, her, if you, give, her, give us give us a, a record or something with our details on it. Yeah, well. if you bump into Kevin Kipchoge as well. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Farah's running it, any? He? he is. Yeah, we were supposed to run it last year, but he never did. Um, so, Sir Mo Farah. Good yeah, luck to Mo and uh, Eilish McColgan representing the ladies. High hopes for her going from strength to strength in the in the marathon this time. Yeah. So, I'm, gonna be good. Uh, are you going to watch it? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be watching. Yeah, good luck to everybody running. Uh, good luck to the friends of the show, and we look forward to seeing how you get on. Let us know. We'll give you a shout out next week, and we will see you all later. See you later.